Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. All right, so we're just chilling, coming in the other day. Mm-hmm. And John Lopez is getting fired up by Payne and Pendergast. Just absolutely fired up. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> fired up. We're, we're going to get this response at 11 o'clock. I think Figgy's pretty giddy for it. Figgy, are you giddy? Figgy, uh, uh, Super giddy, man. I was kind of disappointed you wasn't in. Yeah. I'm like, I, 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 now I, I, we got to wait throughout the whole weekend. Yeah, I almost was disappointed I wasn't in, but I wasn't. <laughs> So we got a uh, we got a disagreement here, and there, and there seems to be many disagreements, healthy disagreements when it comes to the Texans. I, I for one, with the combine starting tomorrow, I am happy that we are arguing about four-time Pro Bowl cornerbacks on one-year deals as opposed to quarterbacks throwing at the combine yes, who sir. you should or shouldn't take. Yes, so sir. as as Healthy as disagreements are, I, I do feel like we've come a long way in the uh, in the last year or so. So I I, I like this level uh, of where we're at, and I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also enjoying the um, distaste that Seth has for Saquon Barkley. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a little bit strange. Uh, and and the, the the funniest thing he said last uh, last segment that I thought was I, I just think this is interesting because he he could be very well be right about Saquon. He's he said that well, people don't watch the Giants play, brother. They're on five times a year on primetime. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he didn't have a good year last year. The the, the Derrick Henry thing's interesting. The running back thing, but I'm I am fascinated by the uh, the distaste Seth appears to have for Saquon Barkley. I, I'm actually like I, I think it's it kind of makes me raise the eyebrows a little bit. Yeah, well, the one thing that I was fascinated with, and I'm not look, I'm not going to pick on 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 Seth to, or, or or Sean today. Maybe a little, uh, but, but 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 the one thing is like he really hasn't been that productive, uh, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't want to like mischaracterize what someone said. Oh, okay, that's just why me. you feel like that's been done to you. That, that's just me. I don't want to mischaracterize what someone has said. Uh, but other than you know, other than a couple of years, 
uh, that he really hasn't been that productive. He has. I mean, he's a two-time Pro Bowler, Rookie of the Year, I believe. Uh, he's rushed for over 1,300 yards, what, two, three times? Yeah. Uh, but, yes, he's been injured. Yeah, two years yeah. ago he led him to the playoffs. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah, that was very good. And then this year, they, I mean, they had DeVito starting at quarterback and Tyrod Taylor yeah. and – yeah, he's like, I think he said other it than his, a, it was a tough situation. I think he said other than his highlight reels. Well, have you seen his high, highlight reels? I mean, they're pretty impressive, and and he's and he's had those through those big seasons when he wasn't injured. Look, that's a big question mark. I do like, wonder Seth what, might be right. You I, said it. I do wonder what running back they have. No, no, I I I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's valid. I I also think we talk about running backs as if they're getting like significant money based on the potential impact they no, make. No, they're not. They're not. Uh, and, and he won't, and Josh Jacobs won't. Yeah, I said Josh Jacobs. That's a player that I've really wanted for a long time. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Do you know something? Uh, yeah, you'll you'll hear you'll hear it at eleven. I got I got like a just teaser here. You want to be listening at eleven? I actually jotted. Pissed. I actually I jotted like down like five points. I woke up. So this is the first thing. This is the first thing I woke up to on the. Uh, on the show, Doc, and you know I was giddy about this. <laughs> you like the stripe. Oh, I do. <laughs> um, this is this is the first sentence on John Lopez uh, in the loop show prep. Just showed it to the YouTube. Payne and Pendergast, dot, dot, dot. You don't have to agree, but you know being accurate would help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be, that's that's the gist of, uh, of it all, but I've got stuff to back that up. I mean, being, being accurate is, is kind of important, right? I would say so sometimes. I mean, I'm not I'm not always there, but I, I would say so. Yeah, you can have opinions, and you can have opinions that are irrational. But if you're going to specifically call out someone else's, I don't know, being accurate would maybe help. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Figgy. 11 o'clock. We'll, we'll get into this. Right. I'm very, very excited for this. <laughs> very, very excited for this. Um, tomorrow, the Combine begins. And the rumblings right now, the Combine – are that the top quarterbacks aren't going to be throwing. This is ridiculous. Which is something that last year this time, I know Bryce Young didn't throw at the Combine, mm-hmm. and uh, CJ did, and CJ CJ put on what Daniel Jeremiah said was one of the best shows that he's seen at the Combine. I am very grateful. I find myself being very grateful that we are not having this discussion about which quarterback the Texans should take or what's going to happen mm-hmm. and all that. Like it is it is like such a stress reliever to not be involved in this drama, will he throw, won't he throw? Yeah. All that. This is great. Yeah, no, we we are in a in a unique position, uh and and, and it's in a, in a position that we're not altogether accustomed to. And that's why you can do so many other things. And it's something that I'm not just talking about Payne and Pendergast here. I'm talking about us. We've talked about it. You can do so many other things and focus on so many other things because you have that rookie on that rookie deal uh, with a star quarterback. Uh, the one I'm a little bit um, not bothered but curious about is why Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to work out at all. He's not going to run a 40. He's not going to do anything. What's just, he got to do? Just do the interview. Why would he? Because Malik Neighbors has been already been talked okay. about in the same vein. He doesn't need to do anything. You think somebody going to take him over Marvin Harrison Jr.? I, I, I mean, I think it was – I'll have to look. I think it was someone we respect, uh, Dane Brugler. Uh, Dane Brugler said uh, Malik Neighbors is already viewed as a wide receiver won by some teams. So, you know, I mean, what would it hurt? He'll be fine. 
oh, he'll be fine, but, I mean, is it going to affect him at all? On the text line, the 346, Barkley sucks. I don't want any part of him. It's a disaster waiting to happen. I would bet money. Okay, mystery man. He's 26 years old. He's had 3,000-yard season. Let me lay down a bet with you. Two-time pro bowler. I mean, you don't have to like him, but you can't ignore that. You know the other thing that I think is kind of interesting here? And I, I think this is kind of the disconnect when it comes to the wide receiver position. Look, I, I don't. I think there is like a line to draw in the sand when it comes to how much you would or wouldn't pay Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I find it fascinating that one, we're just assuming that Nico Collins is gonna do what he did last year. And I think it's a it's a healthy assumption to have, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we're just assuming that he's going to do that. And we're also ignoring the fact that Nico Collins hasn't been able to stay healthy for the most part. Last year was the first time that he stayed healthy and he even missed a few games. Yeah. And Tank Dell I mean, he missed almost half the season mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, all these injury con- concerns, uh, the wide receiver, I don't look at it as a position of strength. I look at it as a position of potentially high upside. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about injuries and health and all that type of stuff and we're using it as a reference for Saquon, are, are we really paying enough attention to two receivers, one of which has had trouble for the majority of his career, and he's had one good season, really the only season that he had with a good quarterback, and yeah. the other one, I mean, he he was he was out for a long, long time. So shouldn't shouldn't health, if we're worried about health, shouldn't the wide receiver health be factored in a little bit? Yes. If you run it back with Nico and, and Tank Dell, you probably, go great. you probably feel pretty good. I guess. But are you sure? Are you sure that, that that is a position of stability? That's a position that you can excel, and that's a position because, like, when, when Tank Dell went out, we thought, oh, Noah Brown might be able to do this. He didn't. I mean, he did, like, one or two games. Uh, you know, Nico, when they when they would shut out Nico, you, you, you know, that's why you want to bolster that position uh, to make sure you have that stability for, for the entire season. And then maybe Tank and Nico do have the great years on top of someone else that you've brought in as a signing. Yeah, I don't feel as great. Like, I – do, do I think they need to bring in Mike Evans? I mean, I don't think they need to, but they definitely they definitely need a couple of wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. What would it do for the for the room? I, I mean, always talk about that. We've seen we've seen Tank Dell one time, mm-hmm. one season, and I think he's, he's going to be great. I think he's going to be good, especially you know that if, if he can stay healthy. Nico got hurt. Same thing. They were without first, Nico. First real season that he didn't get hurt. Yeah, and he missed he missed some games too. Yeah, so yeah. I I think that's something to keep an eye on as well. Uh, when it comes to that. So we're going to have D'Amico Ryans live from the Combine tomorrow at noon. And then probably not the 40-minute man. It'll probably be closer to like 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, Nick Casario, we'll hear him mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Nick Casario, Texans GM, joining us on the show. Nick, you okay on time right For now? About a third of the time, but we'll hear it. Yeah, and we'll get all kinds of other uh, stuff from the Combine. As you mentioned, uh, Cody's going to be there. Uh, so that'll be cool. And then the workouts, per se, don't really start till Thursday. And that's when we really start maybe pick up some steam with it. Are you a combine guy? You sit down and watch the combine. Depends on the year. This year, I I I, I admitted this last week. I forgot that it was going it was coming up this week. So you're just gonna are you gonna watch the combine? Oh yeah, or I'll, what? I'll check in. I'll check in on it. I mean, sure. you turn on. It's on loop on NFL Network. Exactly. Just turn on the background. Exactly. Listen to them. That's exactly what I'll do. See I won't what they be got going. I won't be watching the quarterbacks. Uh, you know, uh, with bated breath, as people like to say. That's for dang sure. You don't even have to watch them. Yeah. Can I ask you something? You can ask me whatever you want, man. What was the deal with you and that dude at the at the bull tent? The singer. What do you mean? Dude, you gave him a boot to sign? 
He stayed after like an hour and a half. He a big I, fan. I'd no. had a few. I'd had a few drinks. I was you, kind of. You took off your it. boot and had a grown man sign it. I did. <laughs> I did. It was a bit. It was, I mean, it was pretty funny. He, did you see his reaction like to it? It sounded like a bit. Yeah. See his reaction to he it? He smelled your boot. Yeah. He looked, <laughs> looked at it. Figure, were you there for this? Yeah, I was actually there. Yeah. I got there a little later, and Landry was super. I've never seen Landry this giddy. Giddy? I mean, I he was, was kind of giddy. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, because it was like an instigating thing. I was very, 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 very amused by how pissed off he was. At, at just at everything that was John, going on yeah, between was every that- song, and and Clint Sterner was like belly laughing. It was so awkward. <laughs> when I say this guy was calling him out, I see. Here was my thing. I thought it was kind of a, an a hole thing to do, mm-hmm. but I just assumed he was a total diva and was just going to storm out afterwards. Yeah, but like literally, he gets out there and their their guitar's <laughs> not there, and he's like, "Damn, we're not even prepared for a damn show." This is <laughs> and like then it goes like fifteen minutes more. He's like. Well, this is awkward. And then after every song, he's like, I can't hear bleep. I don't know who the hell's running this, but I can't hear bleep. Every song. He did that. And he's like, You talk about the band Midland, by the way. And he's chugging beers in between. He's taking shots. By the time he gets to the end, he is like just sloshed out of his mind. Doesn't he have a song about being drunk? some people say I have a drinking problem. Yeah. And it was and it was and it was one of my least favorite songs ever. And because, now you're well, I thought it was just a gimmicky weasel just trying yeah. to do it. And then I realized no, I was he, like, okay, well. he, he really is about this life. So he's up there and then his band leaves. I think they were embarrassed by the way he acted. Yeah. And this dude stayed for like an hour and a half and was just mingling with all the fans, taking pictures and stuff, and I was like, Hey, I'll get another beer. Here's a little boot right here. Sign the boot. I, that's the Back thing. Into the I, boot. I just saw the video, and I'm like, Landry Locker really took off his boot and had another grown-ass man sign it. I did, man. Yeah. It's memories, man. It's rodeo memories, dude. It's not like I had him sign like my shoe shoe. Did you throw your underwear on the stage? No, nah, I did not. That would have been, <laughs> been weird. People were uh, getting him to sign hats and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I was wrong about this guy, man. Yeah. But he was pissed. <laughs> he was pissed, man. I told Figgy, Figgy walked in on song two. I'm like, I promise you, after he finishes this, he's going to say, I can't hear bleep. Yeah. And he was like talking, like he was talking dark. Like the engineers there had to have been feeling like, oh, crap. Oh, you know they did. <laughs> and you know what else happened after he got off the stage? Yeah. Say he fell down. Yeah. He fell off the steps. Yeah. Go figure. Dude, he was <laughs> blackout drunk. <laughs> and I guess he had just gotten back from LA. So I, I'm assuming that he was just on like a bender. Yeah. So I, I, I'm assuming that he was a little bit drunk. Yeah, he definitely. It's, people have definitely. This song hit a little different now. No, no, it makes sense now. No, no, it makes sense now. It used to be like one of my pet, one of my pet peeves. Yeah. But nah, that was nah, good he enough. about that life. Yeah. And it was also cool because it was kind of like an exclusive concert. Bull tent. Oh shout no! Out to, shout out to all the loopholes out there. Uh, guess who couldn't even get in the VIP section, bro? Who? RG3. Really? Oh, Just really? Outside there, bro. Oh, Just I didn't know that part. Sitting outside there, man. Dang. Yeah, Weasel. Hey, shout out to the whole gang. Guess man. who else was there? Who? You never watched the show Married at First Sight? I don't think so. The sex coach. Oh, yeah? The sex coach from uh, Married at First Sight. She's very nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Gerard showed up Friday, Figgy? Yeah, he did. But this guy, like, this was actually, I mean, I didn't I didn't even know they had this, like, in the tin. It was sick. The No, the, like, we, I say we, I didn't do anything. Odyssey did an unbelievable job with that tent. Oh, yeah. Like, Shout out to everyone who worked their ass off on that. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I think yeah. they won second place. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 0061, by the way. Uh, he's on me, Uh-oh. man. 
He says he he's blaming my zestiness for in and out. He says ever since I had that in and out in Vegas, I've been a little zesty. <laughs> I like that. No, nah, I mean I wasn't like it wasn't like I was like rushing the stage. The dude was sitting there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Wifey was going to the uh, porta potty. I had a figure. Was he rushing the stage? A couple drinks. Just no, I I actually didn't see him up. go up to the stage. No, no, it, dude, he was there for an hour and a half. No, he was just <laughs> hanging out. No, yeah. he was just chilling, drinking. He took beers. his shirt off. Yeah, he he was like he was just sloshed. Well, to be fair, he was plastered. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but he was a man of the people, so yeah. I got to give him. Uh, I got to give him credit. I I just love rodeo so much. I can't wait for this. So we got fifty cent on Friday. Still haven't gotten the word on whether or not I'm getting. I didn't either. I wasn't sure if I need the moves or stuff. I should be at the top of the list, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. For 50, you and Figure should Yeah, I ain't hear nothing yet. I think this is my fourth 50 Cent concert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been to uh, see 50 Cent. Well, we'll see how it goes. And you may not. (laughs) You may not be on the list. You may not be on the list there, buddy. (laughs) May not be on the list. Sorry. Oh, man. (laughs) This was. it was a good night. Clint was out there. Uh, oh, I bet you Clint was feeling it. Oh, I mean, so it's it's funny because there was there was one dude who just had a baby ten months ago, and I think this was their first night out. Mm-hmm. There was me with the wife. Mm-hmm. We we have a six month old, and then Clint just had his second. So it was like, yeah, the Cut, wife's got out. Couple's night, and Cut then my wife drops a drink on Clint's. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> The lockers are, and it's a wonder you're not getting invited to 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah, I, the, you, you let the, you let yeah. the, we'll lose. And I spilled, request. I spilled the drink on Thursday or uh, Friday night. I was so mad. I tried to set it down on the table and mm-hmm. just spill it. Everybody it happens, had to scatter. Yeah, man, that's so embarrassing. But when you go to rodeo, you got to expect that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to account for. At least three drinks spilt on you. I'm impressed you went on a Saturday. Saturday's the wildest. Brother, there's a trick to it. It's really? It's so easy. It is so easy. I will never. I would be willing to listen. Bro, I am telling you right now. Saturday's nuts. Dog, I'm telling you. This is like the, this mm-hmm. is like. It's a I, hack. No, it is insanely awesome. So, you know, like where you enter on the far edge. I think the street starts with a B. It's uh, where you walk past the teal lot-ish kind of. Uh, but on the far what, edge, yeah, like right yeah. before you get to the blue lot, okay. Just go down Kirby, park in that park in that gas station right there, mm-hmm. and they have uh, they have twenty dollar parking in the back, right there on the edge of Kirby, mm-hmm. and then just walk down. It, it, it'll seem like a it, it's a decent ish walk, but you just walk down, you're right on Kirby, and you're out of there. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. I will never I will never park anywhere else. Well, that's a great hack. I don't care if you give me blue parking. I am parking there. From now on, it yeah. is. It was magic. Dang! Figgy. All you gotta do is walk. Dang. There's a lot of traffic. You just go. You just. You, you just walk down it. It's it's like the most smooth thing ever. And they got they got your they got your car in the lot. You pull right out of that lot. Take a right. You're right there on the freeway. Yeah, everybody's gonna be there. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Man of the people. Yeah. Man of the people. Uh, it was Midland, by the way. Uh, yeah. People asking who the artist was. It was Midland. Coming up. The Texans appear to be divided. The team appears to be divided when it comes to bringing in a four-time Pro Bowler. Let's let's get into this division, and let's also relive the time in which this guy allegedly gave a woman herpes. 
next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did peggy has hit him big time houston let's get in the loop all the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy with landry locker landry i mean you're going to be in midday forever now and john lopez on occasion lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous it makes me pick my phone up and call you guys you're in the loop on houston's sports leader your champ 16 sports radio 610 Potential division in the Texans locker room uh, involving a free agent uh, to be. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Lopez responds to Payne and Pendergast coming up at 11. Get your popcorn ready uh, for that. Uh, but Xavier Howard uh, is going to be on the market. He's over 30 years old. He is a four-time Pro Bowler. Best ball likely behind him, but he's going to be on the market. Uh, much to the joy of Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil uh, tweeted out as soon as Xavier uh, Howard was released, uh, Howard times Stingley equals smoke. So he, he, he thinks that would be nice. Derek Stingley, however, tweeted out 24 and 21 with a lock. And we, and we assume that the 21 he's talking about is Steven Nelson. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh but Xavier Howard is on the market. He's over 30. Steven Nelson's over 30. Steven Nelson's coming off a really good year. Xavier Howard's coming off a May year, although there was beef with the defensive coordinator. Where do you sit on this Xavier Howard situation? Yeah, I don't I don't know why I feel this way, but I, I feel like I'm lukewarm at best. Uh gonna be gonna be 31 years old. Maybe this past season. Uh, and and I'm saying I'm admitting unfairly I'm kind of holding it against him because as you mentioned there there were some issues in Miami and defensive coordinator and all that stuff, um, lack uh, down in production. I'm not. It's kind of like Derrick Henry. I'm not going to be advocating for Xavier Howard, but I will trust the people that are making those decisions on this one that they did the work that they feel good about him health wise etc. I mean he's a four time Pro Bowler. Flat out he's better than Stephen Nelson. Yeah, I mean, he's had a better career than Steven Nelson. Yes. So I'm not going to, I'm kind of lukewarm on it, but if they sign him, I'm not going to say, oh boy, what did they screw that up? You know, because I feel like if they feel confident in what he's got going on and what he's got left, then I would be good with that. He's a local guy. Uh, he's from here. Uh, according to DJB Enemy, and I've heard this same thing even like a few years ago, uh, he would like to play in Houston. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that's a bad thing, um, but that's 
that's where that is at. My 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 thing with uh, Xavier Howard is, I kind of I like the possibility. Like if you're going to sign guys like Stephen Nelson two years ago, or you know Sheldon Rankins, I, I don't mind being used or taking on a guy that might have been humbled or and, and might be a little bit hungry. And I mm-hmm. and I think if you're Xavier Howard. There's got to be now. Sometimes these guys are just cooked and they're done, and they go sign with other places, and you kind of see the the ongoing diminishing skill set. Yeah. But I think if you're asking him to be your number two corner, you're asking him to be a ball hawk. I mean, you're talking about a guy who had double digit interceptions a few years ago. He's the same age as Steven Nelson, so it's not like we're sitting here saying this guy's 27 and this guy's 31. He's the same age. Yeah. And I think getting cut, there's like a certain level of like humility mm-hmm. uh, that comes with it. And and I think there's a certain level of motivation. And when you're chasing a ring and you, and you see what the Texans are, it's kind of an ex- exciting situation. I think you could get a really solid number two corner in Xavier and Howard. Now, I still think you need to add corner depth and perhaps you even take one in the draft, but I'm down with Xavier and Howard uh, in the particular mindset. And on the other hand, you have Steven Nelson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing that podcast. He's talking about Mr. Five INTs and all this type of stuff. So I, I almost feel like the rat poison is being eaten, as D'Amico talks about, by Steven Nelson. And, and perhaps you get an Xavier Howard that's yeah. a little bit motivated. I think um, I think motivated is the right word. That's what I was going to say. You know, Not just because he got released, but he's back home. Uh, you know, went to Wheatley uh, and, and and Baylor, and I think he's you know he he's been wanting to come to come here. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm just sort of like the same way I feel about uh, about Stephen Nelson, to be honest. Like, okay, really good year, uh, good job, way to come in, but at that age and with what he's done, the body of work, I'm willing to look elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think, and, and maybe there's younger options, but if we're just having the discussion about Steven Nelson versus Xavier Howard, I, well, think then, it's, yeah. I think it's a good discussion to yeah. be had. Now, it's, do you want to go younger or figure something out? I think that's that's a choice as well. I, I do respect the year that uh, Steven Nelson is, uh, you know, coming off of. And he, mm-hmm. he actually, I mean, last year he was injured on the back end, so shout out to him. Uh, Laramie seems to want him. Derek Stingley seems to not want him. I do remember because I, as soon as uh, Howard got released, there were some people saying, "Well, what about the off-field stuff?" And I was like, "Off-field stuff? Like, yeah, what well, are we talking about?" Um, it happens. I mean, <laughs> he got accused of giving a woman herpes. Mm-hmm. This was two years ago. This is from TMZ. Uh, a woman was suing Xavier Howard, alleging the Miami Dolphin star gave her an incurable STD. Uh, the women ID'd as Jane Doe in the suit claims, and we actually discussed this. Mm-hmm. She claims she met him back in 2018 and shortly afterward began dating him. She says at the time, Howard told her he had no STDs and even provided her a copy with negative test results. And she made him give her test results? <laughs> I'll date you, but I got to have a test. In 2019, however, she said in a suit that Howard discovered he had he had contracted genital herpes but never informed her of the diagnosis and continued to have intercourse with her. According to the docs, man, TMZ's on the scene, uh, obtained by TMZ Sports, Doe says she eventually contracted the STD from Howard and ultimately confronted the 29-year-old over it. She claims the cornerback, at that time three-time Pro Bowler, now four, initially denied knowledge of his condition, but then came clean. Here's the quote. There's even a quote in here. (laughs) This is the alleged quote from uh, Howard. I think this has been settled, by the way. I think this girl came in, uh, came at him again. Um, 
Man, I've been told you I was sorry for giving it to you, she says Howard told her. But what can I do now? The damage is done. You keep bringing it up as if it's going to change something. Like your ass can't move on. <laughs> Doe was suing for negligent transmission of genital herpes, uh, an intentional infliction of emotional distress. She's asking for unspecified damages. Close quote. Well, I mean, then there was another one about like uh, a video or something. Yeah. Here's the thing. No matter what's what you believe is true, that's awful. Do you think that you should be able to sue someone for giving you herpes? Yes, I think we if had they this knowingly discussion. do. If yes. they knowingly do, yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. But here's here's my point. No matter what side you believe, no matter what you think is true, that's, that's not like something that that's make you... awful. Not a deal breaker. No. For one Texas perspective. No, but but yeah. I will say though, like, there's been two times where it it appears that maybe his uh well he's always had it yeah <laughs> it ain't going away well it might be it might be heavier in Houston although <laughs> Miami's no slouch there yeah this is true I wouldn't say it's heavier than Miami yeah I mean yeah. if you're gonna get Howard on a one year deal mm-hmm. go get it man yeah it's not a deal breaker it's just awful it's an awful story for her uh that 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 his business got out there etc no matter what you believe I do wonder how he fits in and how uh and he's a ball hawk. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. So, Stephen Nelson was last year, too. Which is better defense. as a number two cornerback yeah. than a number one. Yeah. Number one is locked up. Comes through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I could see I could see them being interested in Howard, and mm-hmm. he's interested here. Mm-hmm. The Stephen Nelson thing is something to keep an eye on. I don't yeah. know how that's going to go. Yeah. I would love to be past Stephen Nelson. I'll just be honest. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's just me. I'm over it. I've said. I'm, I'm over his stuff. I mean, no matter what. Is it because of the podcast? It's just because of everything. Like, no. it's just, it's just too much. Like it's, he, he played his ass off last year. I gave him the ultimate respect. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just good on this. Yeah. I've said. He thinks he's Dion. No matter what Sean and Seth might say that, you know, cornerback and safety uh, could be priorities. Oh, you have? Yeah. Here. I've said that multiple times. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have. I've talked about the defense. Who, who made you the most upset last week? Was it Seth or Sean? Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. Probably. Well, see, they both were bending the reality a little bit, but I'd say Seth. Okay. With one thing in particular that we'll get into. Oh, okay. Yeah. 11 o'clock. John Lopez yeah. defends his honor. We'll get a little uh, snippet of what was said about him uh, coming up next. But first, uh, it seems like every alleged diva receiver is being connected to the Texans. We had an elite interaction between one receiver and a radio show that I want to listen to. And I'm also going to let Lopez get a little snippet of what was said about him last <laughs> week. Localizing it next. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Localize it. Sports Radio 610. All right, it seems like every diva receiver... Uh, is being connected to the Texans. You saw it with Stephon Diggs. There's even some Justin Jefferson rumors going around now um, that perhaps he could be traded. And and it always seems like the Texans are the destination that is mentioned. Uh, A.J. Brown, formerly in this division. Mm -hmm. He was a Tennessee Titan. Now he's a Philadelphia Eagle. There's been talks about his relationship with Jalen Hurts and what's up with A.J. Brown. To the point where he actually called into the radio show the other day. Uh, he called into WIP. Yeah. AJ on line three. Yeah. Yeah. He called in, and I thought it was a really, really good interaction. Uh, he had Ike Reese uh, and his co-host there 
Uh, and this is just this is just a little bit. We'll we'll start and and react. I thought this was a healthy interaction between radio host receiver with all factors taken into account. Is there anything that you particularly want to clear up and that you have to say? I'm uh, going to talk to you guys and ask whatever question you want to answer. Okay. You need answer, but so yeah, I'm going to give you guys like ten minutes, and, and after that, then it is what it is. Um, let's get to it. I, I think the first thing most Eagles fans want to know is your state of mind, your 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 happiness with being an Eagle currently and moving forward. Let's let's start with that one about your feelings about being a Philadelphia Eagle now and for the foreseeable future. I have no problem. I want to be here. Simple as that. I love where I'm at. It's simple as that. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Relationship between you and Jalen. We know how close you guys are and everything of that nature. And it just seems from the outside that maybe there could be something with you two's relationship and whether or not that's an issue. What do you say to that? You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't It wasn't a problem when I was on my sixth game streak. They only started talking about that when we started losing. So, of course, yeah, you see friction. You see friction from everybody, from, from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So, yeah, so there you go. Okay. Uh, AJ, uh, one thing that also is on the minds of Eagles fans, and they want to uh, make sure they know if it's you or not, is that your Twitter account? right now or is someone else running your twitter account or someone hack your twitter account so uh whatever weekend it was somebody did hang my twitter account come i got on. my twitter account <laughs> back so the last week when i called you guys out for your come on bro yeah well that that time it wasn't me yeah that time it wasn't me but now here it is come on the last week when i called you guys out for your bs yes that was that was totally me last night yeah that's totally me but the other day when uh talking about whatever that was not me okay Okay. There you go. <laughs> Hard to keep. No, nah, listen. I got, I got I got a couple questions for you guys though. For okay. sure. What's the deal? What's the, what's the deal? Like, you guys are supposed to be supporting Philly, but you know it don't turn out turn out it don't turn out to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why make up so many rumors? You know what I'm saying? Like, most of the rumors don't don't even be real rumors. These these are rumors that you guys are making up and everybody run with. Like, so what's the deal? Like, well, for us particular, I, I don't think any either one of us have made up any type of rumors about you or anybody else on the team. I know I may have met you once in passing or twice, so you may not even remember me. I know I'm a former player with the Eagles, and that's one thing I don't do is, is make up anything about any player or anything that's going on. Now, we may react to things that are being reported and come up with our own opinion about things and then form questions that we feel is worthy of being discussed. This is A.J. Brown with uh, Ike Reese calling into WIP. Us with our audience, you got to realize you guys are Philadelphia Eagles. It's the number one sports team in this town. And when things aren't going well with the team, especially from a results standpoint and how the season ends, people are going to speculate. People are going to want to know what happened and that's a big right. mystery that's a big mystery as to what happened with this team coming down the stretch a team that was 10 and 1 and looking like the best team in the league that all of a sudden wins one out of the last six games and goes wow. out in the playoffs in embarrassing fashion this fan base is going to want to know what happened there and speculation will happen and so but just as far as making up rumors or making up false things, that's not something I know I personally do. My, 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 my uh, co-host right here, this station, we don't really do that. Now, we may bring up a hypothetical I quoted, question. I quoted a video yesterday with whatever some guy was talking about 
affiliate media is the reason why I, I, I get paid to do this and then right. I, I get cars and li- nice houses and all that. Like, that's BS. Like, come on. That, that's his personal opinion, and whether it's not a, anything that's factual or have you, but I can understand why that could certainly rub you the wrong way or anybody else is being spoken about in that manner. But again, that's that's more or less in a generalization of just basically saying your fans and your media are a big reason why the sport is as popular that it is and it generates the money that it does. So it's, it's more or less in a generalizing situation. To your point, it certainly was directed from some of your actions, but I don't really think... Just a good back and forth yeah. uh, there. And, and they, they got into... And A.J. Brown eventually kind of agreed with him on some stuff but I, I thought it was good for the for the point of view from from all perspectives from his perspective from the host perspective from the you know the fans perspective I thought it was it was good back and forth well all things you know about and I've heard anyway about AJ Brown is he's kind of an introspective very thoughtful kind of guy he will listen to your questions and try to answer them so I could I could absolutely see where he was confused uh, about this and wanted to call in and get some answers but you kind of lose me when you say I didn't run the, the, the Twitter account that weekend. And then there's this. And I don't know if this is related or not. I don't think he can make it in Philly with that mindset, though. Maybe. I'm not trying yeah. to say that's right or like, wrong. He's the I'm guy saying, that that's really kind of feels and thinks that's and, a little and different. sees everything. But then this may not be related in the least bit. Uh, but who was it that was saying that the, the, the things that happened in that locker room are irreparable? Uh, you can't come back from them. Remember that, that was said last week? Um that, that there was strife in the locker room. Was it Craig Carton? Was it Carton? Carton? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, you you can't ignore that either. It's like something happened in that locker room. Yeah, and they just react to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do yeah. on the radio. You, know, you, something you react to it, you talk there. to fans. There you go. Yeah. Good, healthy interaction. Speaking of interaction, last week, mm-hmm. John Lopez was fishing. Oh, As he was enjoying firing up the boat, probably putting some gas in the boat. Yeah, I did. Probably like... $8 a gallon because Lopez waits till he gets on the water. <laughs> he's, he's got it like that. No, but go ahead. Uh, Payne and Pendergast, they mm-hmm. were... Uh, they were firing you up. They were firing your ass up. gassing you up. Here's a little, here's a little snippet of what uh, Payne and Pendergast had to say about John Lopez. <laughs> hey, it's Mike Evans and it's Saquon Barkley. Right, right, right. Yeah! yeah. You don't want to sign those two guys specifically. Right, right. Yeah. And, I, and I think I've been pretty clear. Like, I... I'm not an I'm not anti Mike Evans signing. Like I'm not anti Saquon Barkley. I think I'm a little probably a little more on the Barkley train than you are, Seth. But I, I don't think, want to spend stupid money. That's I'm the thing. cool with spending money. I but like like the, this is the problem with the Mike Evans signing. And I would love Mike Evans. But if you sign Mike Evans, a 31 year old wide receiver, yeah. um, to a big contract right. on a to a position where you already have. Two really good young players. I don't think people understand exactly like what the roster looks like right now and how much it's going to cost. Actually, I know for a fact. Okay, so there's. Yeah, that. Well, I do too. Oh, I just can't wait till eleven. <laughs> Here was some more. This was uh, going at uh, <clears throat> a little bit of me, a little bit of you. Uh, this was Sean and Seth as uh, free agency is about fifteen days away. I know this is the antithesis of, yeah, let's go. Let's get our swords and go get Mike Evans and run into the field blind. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Um, I think it boils down to John Lopez is he's just mad that we don't want Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley at whatever cost. Because I'll have either of them on my team at the right cost. And by the way, I am not anti-splurging. I just don't think wide receiver is where I would splurge. I know it's not sexy to splurge on interior defensive line and linebacker. That makes way more sense to me. 
than than what? splurging on on a thirty one year old, albeit a Pro Bowler, thirty yeah. one year well, old wide receiver, and a twenty eight year old running back with injury with injury history. By the way, I I I <laughs> let me let me let me let me tease what I'm about to say at eleven with this. You're allowed to have a different opinion. That's awesome. We thrive on that. We live on that. We it's get our pay- life. We it's get paid. Disagree. We, we, we no, get, we're not agreeing to disagree. We, we're either disagreeing or we're disagreeing we, more. We get paid uh, for for having opinions, and, and and those opinions tend. Well, that's your opinion. Tend to to vary. What is interesting is you don't have to agree, but you do have to be accurate. <laughs> and some of the things right there, like specifically Mike Evans, I'll get into that. Uh, you you do you know you don't have to agree, but you do have to be accurate. And and some of the things were just inaccurate. I was just sitting there minding my own business, having a great day on the water. I think I sent you some pictures. I was catching some nice big fat trout. Beautiful day. Y'all saw the day Friday. Light wind. I'm on beautiful green water. Just having a time of my life. My phone's just. I'm like, what's going on? Here was the final snippet. The adults, uh, <laughs> Payne and Pendergast. This was uh, this was perhaps what you were hearing as you were catching fish. You know, I'm all for I'm all for paying guys in their prime, impact players, good money if they feel like they're a good bet. But understand that it's a bet. But also understand this. And one thing that I heard those guys talking about yesterday was like, well, yeah, but you know, the guys are replacing. Don't it's, it's no big deal. Like, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, we're the adults here, Sean. Because we understand actually how much NFL players cost these days. We're not kids in a candy shop being like, I want that and that and that. Yeah. Now, Dad, go take me. I want a car. Oh, I'm not going to get a used car for my 16th birthday. Explain football to me. Explain how people get paid to, to, to play this game. Well, I need I need to know. We had a double down yeah. this morning. We'll hear what John Lopez has to say. Is John Lopez wanting to spend dumb money? <laughs> Free agency 15 days away. Combine tomorrow. In the Loop continues next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.